This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Thursday, the 25th of November. In your Sport Today, the Roos get their man at the AFL draft. The Strikers beat the Heat in Adelaide. The NRL has its first COVID case. And putting the check in the checkmate. This is your Sport Today. We're starting today's show with the results of last night's AFL draft. As predicted, North Melbourne used the number one pick to select Jason Horn Francis from South Australia. Luce, how did the rest of the first round play out? Yeah, no surprises with the Kangaroos taking South Australian midfielder Horn Francis number one. The Bulldogs then match the bid of the Giants to get Sam Darcy with the father-son rule at number two. Sam is the son of Dogs champion Luke. The Giants then took Finn Callahan from Sandringham in Victoria. Then there was another father-son selection. Collingwood matched the bid of the Suns to get Nick Dacos, son of Peter. Gold Coast rounded out the top five with the pick of South Sudanese player Mac Andrew. Andrew is a two-metre-tall ruckman and is the first South Sudanese player to go in the top 10. The Giants then used pick 15 to draft Leek Aaliyah, a defender with South Sudanese heritage. Yeah, a bit of history there. Uh, Now, because of COVID protocols and border restrictions, the event was held virtually with the draft picks all in different places. Some were at a pub, others were at home watching on. And it was in the living room where one of the most memorable moments happened last night. Yeah, this one found its way trending on social media very quickly. (laughs) It was after Brisbane selected Darcy Wilmot with the 16th pick. Fox footy cut to the living room where Wilmot was watching with his mates and it was stacks on when his name was read out. They were just jumping on him from everywhere. Wilmot said he was fine after the huge pylon, just a few bumps and bruises. But when he was asked how he'd spend the rest of the night, he came back with a few more Pepsi Maxes just as a beer was creeping into the shot. Yeah, he's already on message. Um, I'll put a link to that vision in the episode notes. And you can also find a link to the first round selections as well. The AFL draft continues tonight with the remaining draft picks to be selected. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app, which has all the draft news in one spot. Who was the last South Australian to go first in the AFL draft? Luce, you got a clue for us? He was picked up by the Baggers. That's Carlton for those who aren't familiar with AFL nicknames. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. The other big sporting event last night was the Women's Big Bash Elimination Final. It was called the Eliminator and the Brisbane Heat were eliminated by the Adelaide Strikers. It was called the Eliminator, Sam, but I reckon you could have called striker spinner Amanda Jane Wellington just that. She picked up five wickets for just eight runs. They're the best bowling figures ever in a WBBL match. The Heat made only eight for 114 from their 20 overs. The strikers, they were able to chase that down with eight wickets in hand and three and a half overs to spare. The strikers will now play the Melbourne Renegades tonight at the Adelaide Oval. The Strikers and Renegades have played twice this season and it's one win apiece, but the Gades do have the player of the tournament, Harman Preet Kaur from India. Yeah, Harman Preet has averaged 67 with the bat this season. Uh, the winner of tonight's match will head to Perth to play the Perth Scorchers in the grand final on Saturday. Tonight's match starts at 7.10 Australian Eastern Daylight Time and you can watch it on Seven Network, Foxtel KO and listen to it on ABC Grandstand Radio. 
Staying with cricket, Australia's next men's test captain appears to be down to a two-horse race. Reports say only Pat Cummins and Steve Smith were interviewed by the selection panel. So, Luce, it sounds like we've got a 50-50 shot of getting this one right. Yeah, it looks like it's going to come down to the toss of a coin, Sam. (laughs) What reports say is that Smith and Cummins each had a video link up with the five-person panel that's going to give the Cricket Australia board their recommendation for the next captain. Legends like Adam Gilchrist, Steve Waugh and Ricky Ponting, they've all backed Cummins to be captain, so Smith might be vice-captain if Cummins is picked as the new skipper. Australia has never had a fast bowler as the full-time men's test captain, and that's because fast bowlers are more injury-prone and they miss more games. So by picking a batter, there's a bit more stability in the role. Yeah, the last Aussie men's fast bowler to captain was Ray Lindball. That was a one-off test in 1956. And only two Aussie women's fast bowlers have done the job. That's Sharon Treadray and Rayleigh Thompson. They captained four matches each. The new captain is expected to be announced later this week. Moving to Rugby League now, the NRL has its first confirmed positive COVID-19 case. Manly's Josh Alawai is the player and it's had quite the knock-on effect because it means his boxing match with Paul Gallen has been cancelled. Yeah, and not just the match, but the whole event on December 10 in Newcastle has been cancelled. Manly confirmed yesterday that LOI has tested positive and that he's fully vaccinated. It's been reported that all Manly players have had their first dose and around 15 NRL players are yet to get one jab. There is no league-wide vaccine mandate in the NRL. That's being left up to the clubs. The AFL is a different story. Players have set dates for when they need to be vaccinated. Yesterday, a GWS Giants player tested positive just a day after a Giants AFLW player tested positive as well. Yeah, the Giants say the cases are unrelated and that every member of the AFL and AFLW programs are fully vaccinated. The fight night in Newcastle is set to be rescheduled, but it probably won't include Alawai now. He'll be back at pre-season training with the Sea Eagles. Our rugby fans of the late 90s, early 2000s will remember Stephen Larkham winning countless games for the Wallabies. He hasn't been around Australian rugby for a while now, but reports say he's coming home in a new coaching role. Yeah, and those reports say he's returning to his old stomping ground of Canberra to be the head coach of the ACT Brumbies. But it won't be right away. Brumbies coach Dan McCalla will coach in 2022, with Larkham expected to take over at the end of the year. It's a big deal because Larkham is a legend of Australian rugby and the Brumbies. He played 12 seasons in Canberra and was the head coach for three years until 2017. He's currently coaching in Ireland for Munster. He says he's grateful for his time there, but he's putting his family first and moving back home. He shouldn't have any trouble getting around the ground in Canberra loose. One of the stands is named after him and his longtime teammate, George Gregan. Imagine having a stand named after you. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Not sure how I'm going to manage that, but maybe one day. Me neither. (laughs) I don't know about you, Luce, but during lockdown this year, I binged a lot of TV. Uh, One of the shows was The Queen's Gambit, and I instantly thought that I could play chess for a living. Uh, Fair to say I gave up on that dream pretty quickly, but maybe I shouldn't have because the best player in the world is a multi-millionaire. Well, I spent a lot of lockdown watching The Crown and I'm just holding out hope that there's still a royal in the family, fingers crossed. (laughs) Sam, you are, of course, talking about Magnus Carlsen. He's the Norwegian chess grandmaster and he's been the best in the world since 2011 when he was just 20 years old. 
In modern chess, names don't get much bigger than Carlson, and he's turned his fame and success into a small fortune. He's got an app called Play Magnus, where you can play and train chess, and that has 4 million users. He's in a one-on-one tournament starting on Friday that is best of 14 matches, with the winner taking home more than a million bucks. Yeah, that's against world number five, Ian Nepomnichi, and that goes for about three weeks. Uh, my latest show, Loose, is Squid Games, but I might not pursue that as a career path. <laughs> Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Loose, don't tell my bosses, but at 2 p.m. today, I'll be watching the NBA. It's the Golden State Warriors against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Warriors have the best record in the league, and Steph Curry is an early shout for MVP. That's on at 2 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time on ESPN. What about you? For me, it's Sam Kerr being nominated for The Best, which is FIFA's Best Women's Player Award. It's Kerr's fifth consecutive nomination, but we have to wait until January 17 to know who wins. Fortunately, we don't have to wait that long to see Kerr play again. She'll be playing for the Matildas against the USA this Saturday in Sydney. She definitely will, and I will be there. <laughs> nice one. Uh, now to today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Who was the last South Australian to be taken number one in the AFL draft? Lucy said it was a bagger. Who was it? It was Bryce Gibbs, and he was picked up by Carlton with the number one pick in 2006. The Carlton Blue Baggers, is that why they're called the Baggers? That is correct. All right. Well, that's it <laughs> for us today. Lucy, you and I will be back tomorrow. We'll catch you then. 